All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Our toll-free telephone number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we got all things Simple Man Bill O'Reilly, an explosive report about the Russia collusion hoax uh, that we hadn't heard before. Uh, believe it or not, Loretta Lynch was involved in a way that will probably shock you. Uh, we'll get to that with John Solomon coming up during the course of the program. Uh, we'll get back to a lot of what we do- talked about yesterday, uh, and that is, uh, yeah, they missed all of the security warnings that they had, all of the intelligence they had in the lead-up to January 6th, ignored. I had the Capitol Police Chief at the time, uh, uh, Sundon, last night. This guy was amazing. First of all, what a great guy, number one. Number two, uh, and he wrote a book. It's called Courage Under Fire. I think we'll have him on the show tomorrow. Stephen A. Sund, he was the Capitol Police Chief, begging for help. I've, I've reported it numerous times all of the Trump officials in the Oval Office with Donald Trump, five people all confirming that Donald Trump brought up the issue of calling up the guard days before January 6th. Nobody uh, on that January 6th committee uh, wanted to hear a thing about it. You know, I I think everybody's mad about this issue is because it's now getting exposed. The saddest part here is, look, if whether you agree with politicians or not, whether you you have to respect in a free country, we have an obligation, a duty to protect our institutions. That's supposed to be your house, the people's house. And those are our representatives. Now, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, it doesn't matter. We've got to protect our elected officials. You know, what they never got to is how to prevent something like that from ever happening again. What they never even bothered to lift a finger on was the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 that they they lied to us and called mostly peaceful when they weren't or outright encouraged by, you know, tweeting out bail funds like the ever-giggling Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, or out there just saying nothing because they didn't want to piss people off on the left. Uh, But those were violent protests in the summer of 2020. Thousands of cops got injured. Rocks, bricks, Molotov cocktails, frozen water bottles, uh, they were injured. Dozens of dead Americans, billions in property damage, not one hearing. You know, did anyone come up with a plan? Did we not spend any time coming up with a plan? Oh, how do we protect our capital? How do we protect this great institution? Uh, Because I would have come up with, you got to create a big perimeter. And you know those cement, big cement blocks that they put them together that stop cars from ramming through them? That should be put up and probably a wrought iron fence like they have at the White House. You know, make it good looking, make it appealing. And then if you want to go visit your congressman or congresswoman or senator, whatever it happens to be, uh, oh, you need, you, know, you need a picture ID. What a shocker. Democrats don't want a picture ID if you want to vote, but they want one if you want to get into the Capitol and see them. Not that they want to see you. You're going to you know, bother them and ask them questions and hold them accountable. God forbid. Uh, I, I can't believe this. I'll just... I'll just throw it out there because you can't make it up. I mean, we now have in January the highest number of illegal immigrants than we had for a month starting last year. Now, 2021 was a record in terms of the illegal immigrants coming into the country. 2022 was 
a new record set by Joe Biden because he's not enforcing the laws of the land. As a matter of fact, he's aiding and abetting the law breaking. We are on track now in 2023. Last time I checked, uh, except if I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't know it's 2023. I don't think he knows what day it is, never mind what year it is. But anyway, uh, we're now on track to have another record year. Over five and a half million illegal immigrants they've allowed into this country. I'd even take it a step further. They're aiding and abetting the law breaking into this country. Anyway, and then they're telling us that the border is secure. The border is secure. I'll play a, a cut later in the program when we have time. It is not secure. They're just lying to you, flat out lying to you. And they do it day in and they do it day out. And they don't seem to care one hoot that they keep lying. Well, now illegal immigrants are now pouring across the southern border. In January, the highest numbers uh, than ever before. Uh, but have no fear. Let not your heart be troubled because Biden's open border czar, your DHS uh, secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, has identified the culprit. You want to guess, Linda, what the culprit is? I bet you'll never get it. If you get it, I'll give you. A, what do you want? The border is secure, Sean. No, that's what he says. But. What do you think that Mayorkas now, what is he identifying as the culprit? No, you don't get to talk to Katie. This isn't no, a commission. No, I'm not talking, talking to Katie. No, you are Ethan's talking to Katie. I can see you talking to Katie. My eyeballs and Ethan, and in, Ethan is, is I was talking to Ethan, and Ethan said, I know what it is. And I said, okay. Okay, did you give it up to her? Tell the truth. He did, I did not. not. I did not. All right, I'll, I'll know because I know you don't know the answer. Oh, <laughs> hey, you don't know if that. If you get it, she does not know the answer to this, I promise you. All right, so Mayorkas has identified the culprit for illegal immigration. What is it? It's Joe Biden. He said, come. <laughs> exactly. You got it wrong. Although there is some truth not to what he said. Not Sean. No, but there, but uh, there I'm is, pretty sure that's the right answer. But that's not Every the Every day, but all day. That's all true. I'm not, dis- I'm not disputing this truth we open the there. lines up, ask America. Well, no, but me. the culprit identified by Mayorkas is a very specific question. He has identified it. It is Take a deep breath. It is climate change. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely didn't see that Yeah, one you were going to get that one. No, that, that wasn't, Washington that Times. Mayorkas tells fake news CNN that extreme weather events, climate change, was to blame for the mass migration across the border that has resulted in historic levels of illegals in America. Let me, let me read the direct quote. I speak often about the fact that uh, homeland security is now converged with national security. Uh, we're in an interconnected world. Gee, genius that he is. Maybe he and Al Gore created the Internet together. Anyway, then he goes on, says in the cyber realm and cyberspace, borders are irrelevant. Foreign nation states attack us through disinformation uh, by way of ransomware and other means, irrespective of borders. Now, here we go. This is the important part. The challenge of extreme weather events, the gravity and frequency, not just here in the U.S., but internationally, and their consequences of triggering migration, the greatest level of migration that we've had in the hemisphere in decades and decades. Well, let me just first tip my hat to Mayorkas. He finally admitted that we have a problem at the border. However, the problem is not climate change. That part he is dead wrong on. The problem is him and Joe and the entire administration 
not enforcing the laws of the land, in Joe's case, not upholding his oath to uphold the Constitution, the Constitution being the foundation for every law we have in the country. But that's what they're now saying. You don't look surprised. I would like to support my claim of earlier where I said they came here because you already lost. Stop. No, this is the best thing ever. Ethan. And I'm here today because I'm dreaming to get to the U.S. What I want for my people, I just want patience and peace that we can get to the U.S. because they're having a new president. Where's Biden? He's going to help all of us. He's given us. All right. You don't get to call for the cuts on the show. I do. I'm saying. I mean, I didn't hear climate change. By the way, we have Hunter Biden news. Do you want to guess what this is about? It has to do with him spending money. I'll give you a hint. You want to guess? Climate change. (laughs) (laughs) It's not climate. Can you imagine if, God forbid, uh, Donald Trump uh, Jr. or Donald Trump tried to cut back on court-ordered child support payments? This is the child that Joe doesn't even recognize. I mean, that's sad. It's his granddaughter. It's and I don't care. You know, it's 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 his flesh and blood. It's his granddaughter. It's not her fault that, you know, his son's a screw up, but it, but she's a precious little girl. A precious life is there. But anyway, um, Hunter is now trying to shortchange this girl that he refused to even acknowledge until a paternity test took place. But the little girl's grandparents, you know, the marvelous, loving Joe and Jill Biden, uh, they could, you know, they cut this this girl out of their family which I think is wrong. They didn't put up her name in a stocking at the White House. They didn't invite her to the White House for Christmas and the parties. Everyone else got to go. Well, every Democrat anyway. Hunter Biden apparently is pleading his case as he faces the mother of this child in court after she refused to renegotiate payments uh, for for Hunter Biden's daughter. Now, the daughter's four years old. Navy, uh, four-year-old Navy Joan, I think is her, her name, with London Roberts, uh, born December 2017, at which time he was still in a relationship with his late brother's widow, Hallie. It's very complicated in this family. Hunter more recently petitioned an Arkansas judge to lower his payments, but Roberts stood her ground and challenged the embattled son of the president. And anyway, court docs now show that Hunter has until May 22nd to produce detailed financial records proving that he has indeed suffered a substantial loss of earnings if he wants to proceed in slashing the payments. Sources claim that his paintings will be brought up as prices of his work, initially listed at $500,000. To me, it looks like, well, I call it portraits of a crack addict. It looks like, you know, paint by numbers to me. But anyway, it was listed up to 500 grand and they're selling from anywhere between 55,000 to $225,000 a piece, although they won't tell us who's buying them. Uh, Anyway, he detailed his financial struggles. You know, I'm sorry. I don't really care about the ins and outs of his love life. I don't care about that part. You have a child and you bring a child into this world you have a responsibility to the, well, I was foolish enough to think after your kids graduate college that, you know, your job is done. How stupid and naive was I? Uh, no. Um, uh, but I'm very proud of my kids. And, but the point is that you're, you're responsible for your children. And if that means you buy an older car, you buy an older car. That means you have to downsize and sell your house and, and send them to college. You got to do what you got to do. It's unbelievable. 
Oh, by the way, Biden, the, the guy at the State of the Union talking about Republicans wanting to cut Social Security and Medicare. Yeah, well, get this. This was in the Hill. He's been doing this for months, accusing Republicans of having a secret plan to cut Social Security and Medicare benefits. Now he's urging those same Republicans to hike Medicare taxes. Biden, you know, fired the opening shots of this battle over spending and taxes. That's going to consume Capitol Hill. And we're now headed towards the debt ceiling debate. That's expected to really hit the fan sometime in June. Anyway, the White House is hailing the proposal, which is part of Biden's budget plan and something that will extend Medicare's solvency by 25 years. Republicans rightly are calling it another Biden tax hike. And it's not on people that make over $400,000 a year, just like the tax hikes that went into effect in January of this year, raising taxes on oil, gas and coal. Every American is sucking that up, uh, raising taxes on people's pension plans and, you know, another 250 billion on corporations. Corporations don't pay taxes. They pass that cost on to you. We, the American people, the consumers. And that means they're raising your taxes in a backdoor way. Uh, We have a lot to say about Biden today. And then we've got uh, a lot to say. I'm going to ask Bill O'Reilly. I can't believe that even NBC reported on the massive security failures surrounding January 6th. And you want to talk about people that didn't tell the whole story? Every one of those corrupt people. Now we know why Jim Jordan and, and Jim Banks were kicked off the committee. They didn't want those questions asked. You know, we had on the Capitol Police Chief last night, uh, Sund, and he's a great guy. And as a matter of fact, we'll have him on this radio show, I think, this week. He wrote a book, Courage Under Fire. Stephen Sund is his name. He requested the, the guard again and again and again and again. And they said no. Even after they had intelligence from pretty much every intelligence agency saying, hey, there's going to be trouble on January 6th. Anyway, 